Hey, oozes and bunnies. This is a preview of the most recent party planning, an extra podcast that the Join the Party crew makes for our Patreon. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go to patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Check out this preview. Cheers, Julia. Good morning. Cheers. I, I'm a little jealous. You have such a nicer coffee than me today. Um, look at that thing. That's beautiful. Yeah. I am drinking a hot chocolate oat milk iced cafe from Edith's uh, Sandwich Counter in, uh, in Brooklyn, New York. It tastes like very dark cocoa, uh, oat milk, tahini, and a bit of coffee so good i love the tahini aspect of all the coffees that they make Mm -hmm. and the idea of like dark chocolate with tahini is actually very appealing yeah it's it's halva like the the sesame based desserts so good so good so good uh i just have hazelnut coffee uh also good also a nut bit of sugar but no no i'm i've been doing no uh creamer or anything like that lately because um Usually Jake uses it all for his cereal. Uh, and like, oh. honestly, like the almond milk has not been doing it for me lately. It, yeah. It, as just an aspect of coffee. But I really like this. I think the brand's called Cameron's and they do like a vanilla hazelnut like coffee pod. That's also biodegradable, which is the only Ooh, reason cute. I order them. Um, but yeah, they've been they've been good lately. But they're like when they're not on sale, they're like a dollar a pod. And that's ridiculous. So we try to wait Slurry for the sales. Here. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear. Uh, I am very excited to be here doing party planning with you. I know I have no oh. idea uh, what we're doing, except that I've brought up the dice that I need. And uh, I'm excited to see. Yeah, I did tell Amanda, Amanda, you're going to need a uh, 21-sided die. A um, casual D21, you know, you know. It might actually need to be a D22. Hold on, let me well, count real quick. Well, this, uh, this is doable. I have here roll the dice dot online and... Uh, I can roll anything you want. 21, 22. Yeah, 22-sided die, please, Amanda. Hell yeah, Because dude. my thing is, I have been recently thinking about the deck of many things. Amanda, do you know about the deck of many things? No. Is so this a deck fancy of, name for tarot cards? Well, so the deck of many things is one of these, like, very classic D&D items uh, mm. where it's basically, like, you know, this is a deck only has 13 cards. Um, well, actually, sorry, I'm reading off of roll 20. It says usually hmm. found in a box or a pouch. This deck contains a number of cards made of ivory or vellum. Vellum. Interesting. Uh, most Whoa. 75% of these decks have only 13 cards, but the rest have 22. Uh, okay. Now, before you draw a card, you must declare how many cards you intend to draw and then draw them randomly. You can use an altered deck of playing cards to to simulate the deck at your table. Uh, sure. Any cards drawn in excess of this number have no effect. Otherwise, as soon as you draw a card from the deck, its magic takes effect. You must draw each card no more than one hour after the previous draw. If you fail to draw the chosen the chosen number, the remaining numbers of the cards fly from the deck on their own and take effect all at once. Now, basically, this is like a, it is basically like a tarot deck because it does have 22 cards. Um, But I find that the deck of many things as written by Woodsers of the Coast uh, sucks. (laughs) 
Wow. What a controversial opinion on this podcast. Well, rather, I don't think it sucks, but I think that it does not fit the style of gameplay that we typically do on Join the Party or that I prefer in my home games, right? Okay. A lot of these are like, so for example, the first card that they have on their list of like effects to just to give you an idea. This is a thing where it's like the effects can be very good. They can be very chaotic or they can be very bad. Um, So, for example, the balance card, your mind suffers a wrenching alteration, causing your alignment to change. We never use alignment in our campaigns. Like, that's not a thing that I have any real interest in whatsoever. Uh, Another one is like um, this card's Medusa-like visage curses you. You take a negative two penalty on saving throws while cursed in this way. Only a god or the magic of the fates card can end this curse. I'm like. Okay, sure. That's fine, I guess. Uh, But then there are some like, okay ones where it's like you draw the flames card, a powerful devil becomes your enemy. This devil seeks your ruin and plagues your life, savoring your suffering before attempting to slay you. This enemy uh, enmity uh, lasts until either you or the devil dies. Uh, wow, it, it sounds like a useful tool when you don't have a GM as creative as Eric and uh, wild magic tables, uh, what like plagued us in our uh, last full length campaign. So yes. uh, that's really interesting. So what what um, have you prepared for us to like change and improve on today? Well, Amanda, I have collected the major arcana of one of my favorite tarot decks. And Beautiful. what I'm going to have you do, and again, these are not like... Um, beat for beat uh, actual tarot cards that are in the deck of many things. Like there are some that overlap like the fool um, mm. and like, but then they have the fool, the idiot, the jester. I'm like, the, why do we need three of those? <laughs> that makes no sense. So there's a lot of them that are like not exactly tarot deck. So I okay. wanted to just at least to like get a couple of cards in. Maybe we can make this into a series or something like that. But I wanted us to create our own deck of many things that fits our play style on Join the Party uh, based Ooh. off of the the tarot deck, the Major Arcana. I love this. What a fun idea. Yes. And I want these to be like things that one can make your plot of your campaign very interesting, kind of like that devil one. Like that's kind mm-hmm. of fun and interesting. Um, and not like, for example, if you draw the sun card, you gain 50,000 XP points. I'm like, that's not how we play D and D. So <laughs> why do I, why would I use the deck of many things? I think that our version should be fun and uh, also give a lot of interesting choices in terms of role play. Um, cool. And yeah, I think that's that's the the long and short of it, Amanda. I'm into it. So shall I roll my D22 and see where Please. we start? Please do. All right. Hitting the roll button. Oh, it's a 22. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to say that the 22 is actually the zero card, which is okay. the fool, Amanda. Oh, all right. So tell me a little bit about the fool and tarot. Now, the Fool is like the card of kind of like beginnings, first steps. The Fool, as you can see, if you're watching the video one, the Mm -hmm. Fool is like on the precipice of a big change. And it's Mm -hmm. like basically like is stepping into the sun carefree and is about to embark on a big journey. So this is actually like a really interesting like beginning of Hero's Journey card. And that's why it's the zero card, because it's like the beginning of the journey for the tarot deck. Uh, First thought right off the bat, Julia, change your class. Ooh. Not multi-class. Change your class. Right Fully now. change your class. I Fully like change that. your class. You're like, okay, you. is it something that you think 
the players should have randomized or do you think that it's something where it's like oh you're gonna work with kind of like you did in campaign two where you're gonna work with your dm to figure out what that means you know i said yes too soon because it was really fun um but no i i think uh i think you work with your dm to choose a new class because like yes this is a thing that's kind of been foisted upon you but Mm -hmm. you should take it as an opportunity to try something new maybe depending on the exact campaign and the the dynamic like i'd probably be excited if Eric gave me like two choices um, versus with multi-tool, you know, he just said like, start again uh, and like choose something different. Um, and I got to choose on my own. Uh, but in that situation, I also wasn't like knowing this could be an outcome, you know, like for me, the intrigue of the deck of many things as you've described it is that you could have a positive outcome. And if you're reaching for it, either you're so desperate that even the bad effects are going to be worth it, or you need, you know, I don't know, like you're, you're just like aching for punishment. So part of me wants it to be a little punishing and part of me wants Mm -hmm. it to be not a choice. Yeah, I think there is very much a balance with the deck of many things. And that's what appeals to players is that like, it is really kind of a roll of the dice. It is a gamble. uh, And it really is an interesting one for chaos players in particular. Like Brandon would probably have a lot of fun with the deck of many things. Let's be honest. He probably would. So uh, apart from that, the new beginnings, um, I guess, depending on what kind of class you are, you could obviously also change your subclass or if you're, you know, uh, change your deity or change like the source of your magic, if you're a magic user. Um, But for me, that's that's like the extreme that I'm going to. No, I think first thought, best thought in that regard. Like, I think it's one of those things where maybe nothing happens at first. And then the DM after, like, maybe you're like towards the end of your session or something like that. Or you take a little break and you're like, all right, everyone long rest. And then the DM Mm. pulls that character or that person aside and says, when you wake up, you are going to be a different class. Decide what that is going to be. Oh, my God. That's so thrilling. I'm like, I'm getting a little sweaty in my sweater. I love it. I know. You're like, oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I love it. Imagine I love that it. at like an actual table too, like being like, all right, uh, everyone long rest. Hey, uh, Derek, you want to like meet me in the kitchen real quick? <laughs> <laughs> you or like, yeah, full empty character sheet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Or, or like Derek, uh, you're like, yeah, Derek, uh, you wake up. Derek's like, cool. I'm gonna, you know, like do my daily like, you know, incantation. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> No, you're not. Uh, you have a sword now because you're a fighter. Yeah. Fuck uh, you. Hey, Derek, you have uh, <laughs> you can turn into a butterfly at will. <laughs> yeah, you're a druid now, Derek. Sorry. <laughs> I really like that. I think that's Hey, Derek, so... when you get angry, you become a cloud of bees. I hope that's okay for you. Is that cool? Uh, it's, it would also be really funny for, and I, I think this is really fun. I've seen a couple of people talk about that, but like um, having basically like a blacked out character sheet And, like, it's only until you, like, start rolling for things that you discover what your pluses and your abilities are. Okay, that's sick as fuck. I love that. You're like, (laughs) oh, I'm going to roll for investigation. The DM, like, looks at a character sheet be like, you actually have plus five to investigation. They're like, whoa. Whoa. I mean, that's how it would be, right? Like, think of all these movies where, you know, whether it's, like, a 13 going on 30 situation. Is that what that movie is called? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or, like, big or something. Like, you, you know, you don't know the... um, the extent of your powers and difference or like a alternate timeline where you walk outside and you're like, whoa, like Nixon was never president, man, or whatever. Uh, Or like, oh my God, everyone's blue except for me. Uh, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. Amanda, great first thought, best thought. I love that. Thank you. you. All right. How about you roll again, please? (laughs) That was great. My favorite part was the accent work. 
If you like that, you gotta hear the rest of Party Planning by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod.